You're listening to the Tiny Course Empire podcast with Cindy Bidar. This is episode number two, and today we're going to talk about some Tiny Course magic. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey guys, I gotta tell you, I'm kinda wishy-washy on this podcast right now, not really about whether or not I wanna do it. I actually love podcasting. I love listening to podcasts. I love audio content in general. So I am all in on bringing you some fun, amazing content every single week here on the podcast. What I'm about a little bit wishy-washy on though is the planning and the recording of it. If you've bought my Tiny Course Empire training or my quick and easy course creation course, then you already know that I fully script out all of my courses. I write them out word for word and I read the script as I'm recording the video. I do that for a couple of different reasons, primarily because I know that transcripts are important to people, so I want to be able to offer them, and having a transcript created from an audio file is either messy or more expensive than I think it needs to be. It's messy to have machine transcription done by a company like Temi or Rev.com because then someone, and that's me, has to go through the whole thing and make it actually readable. Otherwise, it just looks and reads awful and it doesn't present a good, uh, a good um, user experience in my experience. So I could have a human do the transcription, but that's really more than I want to spend. So scripting solves the transcription issue for me. Essentially, I create the transcript first and voila, problem solved, right? But there's another reason I like a script though, and that's because I tend to wander. If I try to work from an outline, I'm just all over the place. I lose my train of thought. I inject weird asides that make sense in my head at the time, but not on audio later. And it's just not how I want to present myself in a course. Which brings me to the podcast and my script versus no script dilemma. On the one hand, I want a script for all the same reasons I just said, but on the other hand, I love the free flow nature of a podcast. I love just firing up my recording software and riffing on it, as my friend says. But listen, this is just a part of being in business, right? Everything is an experiment all the time while we figure out what works. So I don't want you to ever be afraid to change your mind or to put it a nicer way to pivot. It's all good. Make a decision, run with it, and then change it up to see if you can make it better down the road. In a way, that's how I started down the tiny course path in the first place. Back in 2017, when I first decided to release a big client and branch out on my own, I had it in mind to create big courses. You know the kind I'm talking about. They've got eight modules and 36 lessons dripped out over four months, and they sell for a couple of thousand dollars or even ten dollars or $12,000. That business model can be really successful. All you have to do is look at people like Amy Porterfield or Marie Forleo to see that. Seven-figure launches are the norm in a business like that. 
let me let me backtrack. I should not say they're the norm. I should say they're the goal in a business like that. Whether or not that's the norm remains to be seen because I think a lot of people, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but I think a lot of people aim for that seven-figure launch and just don't quite get there and end up disappointed. Because what you don't see is all that goes on behind the scenes of those big launches. They're super stressful. They are just a ton of moving parts that all have to come together with perfect timing to pull them off. And not only that, but it's not something you can do on your own. That kind of live launch strategy takes an entire team to manage. Several years ago, one of my clients was using this business model. She had three courses that each sold for around $2,000 a piece, and she live launched them each once per year. So if you don't know what the term live launch means, that's the style of product launch where there are a few weeks of lead up to promote the course, and then the cart opens, and there's a week or so when people can buy, and then the cart closes and the course begins. It's an incredibly intense several weeks. There's usually webinars or some kind of video training that acts as an opt-in incentive, and that whole funnel can take weeks and weeks to build out. Then there are all the emails to write and the landing pages to build and test and interviews to do and Facebook groups to manage, and the list just goes on and on. Seriously, even a team of six or eight people, which is what this client has, even for that big of a team, it's an incredible amount of work and some really long days leading up to that launch. And then as soon as it's done, of course, you have to start working on the next one that's coming up in the next four months because that's how long it takes to rev up that engine and create those kinds of million-dollar paydays. So there I was. I had just fired my client, and I'm working mostly by myself. I do have my husband, of course, who works with me, and he handles a lot of the back-end stuff. But all the marketing and the writing and the content and the course creation is on me. That's my job. And I'm looking at creating this big course, and I'm thinking... This is going to take me months just to create it, and then I have to market it, and I have no list to speak of and no social following, and how am I even going to sell this thing when it's done? Not only that, but what if I put all of that work into it and it doesn't sell? Then what am I going to do? So remember, I had just fired a big client so I could pivot in my business, and when I did that, my income dropped by about 50%. I didn't have months to create a course and then several more months to figure out how to sell it. Then I remembered that a while back, I'd created this simple set of checklists that detailed all of the things I do to manage my website, and I decided to package those up and offer them for sale. I literally thought maybe they'd bring in a couple hundred bucks and at least I'd be earning something while I worked out what to do about the course deal. So that $17 product, and I can't even properly call it a course even, but that little tiny product went on to sell more than 200 copies the first month I offered it. It brought in almost $4,000 in revenue. And I'm pretty sure there actually was a light bulb over my head in that moment because I started to think, if this tiny product earned that much income, why do I think I need a great big course? Then a few weeks later, I had an idea for another checklist bundle, and one weekend, while the husband was grilling up some chicken, I sat outside on the patio and I wrote it. 
I spent most of the day Saturday on it and part of Sunday. And I was leaving on Wednesday to travel to Atlanta to speak at a conference. So I challenged myself to get this thing up and launched before I left. So what's that, like five days from concept to launch? Well, I wrote the bundle, I wrote the sales page and all of the sales emails, and I launched it on Tuesday. I left for Atlanta on Wednesday, and by the time I was home on the following Monday, we'd sold 110 copies and earned almost $2,500 on that tiny little product. Now, obviously, you can't compare a $2,500 or even a $4,000 launch to a million-dollar launch like you might see with a great big course. But when you look at all the work that goes into one and the time investment and the money spent, those tiny launches are a whole lot less stressful, and they can allow you to earn a really nice living. Can you imagine earning six figures or even multiple six figures from $20 or $30 or $50 products? Maybe not. It's kind of a big stretch for a lot of people, but this is where the magic comes in. First, as your tiny course empire grows, your leverage increases. Having leverage means that you can earn more with less effort. It's what turns those $20 or $30 payments into a six-figure business. Let's say, for example, that you've created three or four tiny courses all about gardening. Gardening is on my mind lately as it's summertime as I'm recording this, so I'm going to use that as an example. But maybe you have one that teaches people how to build a portable greenhouse so they can grow tomatoes in the wintertime. And maybe you have a course about setting up a worm composting system and maybe another one about building a raised garden bed. Those three courses might each sell for less than 50 bucks, but you can leverage them into additional sales. Somebody who has a greenhouse needs great soil to plant in, and good soil is expensive to buy, but worms can make all the soil you need right from your kitchen scraps. It makes sense then that the next thing that your greenhouse course buyers will need is your guide about worm composting, right? Likewise, you're going to need somewhere to plant all those tomato plants that they propagated over the winter, and raised beds are a really great option for that. I think you can see where I'm going with this. A simple email follow-up sequence after the sale of one course can easily turn into additional sales with no additional effort on your part. That's the magic of leverage. You can leverage small courses in other ways, too. One thing all online businesses need more of, and offline businesses too, if we're being honest, but the one thing we all need more of is email subscribers. Tiny courses are a fantastic tool for building out your email list because you can offer them as incentives in giveaways and bundles that other people are hosting. I've offered some of my older courses in high-profile bundles and grown my email list by as much as 800 or 900 people in just a couple of days. It takes less than 10 minutes to set up an existing course as a free opt-in offer, so there's almost no effort involved. And the extra people on my mailing list means more people I can sell future courses to. So again, more sales with very little added effort. I've been featured on BC Stack, which happens every year in June. I've also been a part of Ultimate Bundle's Genius Bloggers Toolkit, which takes place a few times each year, as well as InfoStack's Coaching Bundle. I'll leave links to these in the show notes, but if you're looking for bundles or giveaways to participate in, check with your business friends too. 
they very likely have leads on some upcoming events and can maybe even offer an introduction. Tiny courses also give you options, and that's another kind of magic all by itself. One of the problems with big live launch business models is that there's no plan B. If your live launch is a bit of a bust, meaning it doesn't earn what you expect it to earn, there's no other thing you can do to bring in some more revenue without creating a whole new offer. With small courses, that's not the case. You've always got something else you can sell to increase your earnings when you need to. So if a new course about raising backyard chickens isn't the hit you thought it would be, you can bring out an older course about portable greenhouses that you did a few months ago and run a campaign around that instead. But that's just one of the options you have. You can also bundle your courses together to make a comprehensive topic-based training. If you look closely at some of those big courses, what you'll see is that they're really just a series of tiny courses all stitched together, and you can do the same thing and attract an entirely different audience with your bigger offer. Right now, as I'm recording this, I'm getting ready to do that with three of my most popular courses, Tiny Course Empire, Quick and Easy Course Creation, and Sales Pages That Convert. I've sold all three of these courses separately and very successfully in the past, and now I'm bundling them all together to create one comprehensive resource that covers everything from planning and design of a tiny course to the nuts and bolts of actually writing and recording it to writing the sales page. I've done the same thing with other courses as well. For example, at the end of 2020, I sold a business building bundle that featured one course in each of the six areas I talk about primarily. Business foundations, email list building, traffic, course creation, sales and marketing, and scale. We positioned it as a way to kickstart a business plan and make 2021 the year to finally launch that business you've been thinking of, and that resonated with people. It took us a couple of hours to put it all together and I recycled some email content for the campaign and it was done. But that's only possible because I'm building out my tiny course empire here. So I have lots of different pieces I can mix and match in a lot of different ways. That's what I mean when I say tiny courses give you options. One more thing tiny courses gives you is stability. A minute ago, we talked about how if you have a great big live launch and it flops, or even if it just underperforms what you had hoped for, you can be in a lot of trouble with that. Imagine spending a few months creating a course, investing in a team, you bring the whole thing together, spend thousands of dollars on Facebook ads and to drive people to a webinar or to a video series, and then the whole thing just kind of flops. Maybe you targeted the wrong audience, or you didn't nail the sales page, or your emails fell a little flat, or your webinar didn't convert. Really, there's any number of things that can go wrong here. But when you're counting on the sales of this launch to carry you through for the next three months, or six months, or even a year until your next launch, that kind of thing can put you out of business. It doesn't even have to be a big flop, though. It can just be fewer sales than you hoped for. Maybe you cover your expenses with a little bit of profit left over, but you're still left with not much in the way of operating capital to carry you through to the next launch. Tiny courses are so much more flexible. First, because you can launch much more quickly. There's no big long ramp up with a complicated sales funnel and dozens of emails and ads and whatnot. Tiny course launches are simple. A few emails, maybe some affiliates, a bit of social media, 
It doesn't take weeks or months to put together and you can do it by yourself or maybe with one or two freelancers if you like. So it's just a lot quicker and easier to pull together, which means you can launch a whole lot faster. That means that if you have a low seller, and I'm not going to lie, that does happen. It's happened to me. It's happened to everyone I know, and it's going to happen to you as well sooner or later. But when it does, it won't matter as much because there's always something else coming up that you can make up for. You won't have to worry about how you're going to pay the rent or how you're going to live until the next big live launch. And not only that, but once you have a few smaller courses in your catalog, it's so fast to pull one out and run a campaign around it to bring in some cash whenever you need it. It's just a whole lot less stressful business model than the live launch model is. And listen, if you're worried about running out of ideas for these tiny courses, there's some pretty big magic there too, because I promise you, the more tiny products you create, the more ideas you will have. It's almost crazy the way it happens. I have a list of about 30 potential products and courses I'd like to create, and I add more to that list almost every week as new ideas come up. Once you start to see the possibilities, you will never run out of ideas. Listen, here's what I want you to walk away with today. If you've already got a tiny course or two in process and maybe even up for sale on your site, I want you to start thinking about how you can get more leverage from the effort you've already put into them. Look at the different ways you can bundle them together to create something entirely new or how you can put them out there as lead magnets in giveaways or bundles uh, that other people are running. Take a look at your follow-up sequences and make sure your existing courses are getting some airtime there too. And if they've been sitting on your virtual shelf for a while, dust them off and re-promote them. I'll tell you, I see so many clients come to me and they've created course after course and they're beautifully done and they're ready to sell. But instead of promoting those other older gems, they're busy creating new courses. Listen, I'm a prolific course creator, so I totally get that. But don't lose track of the courses already in your catalog. Bring them out once in a while and show them off. Now, what about if you're brand new to course creation? If that's you, then I want you to start thinking about how this is going to look in your business. What's your course development plan going to look like? What will you create first? Then what's the next piece that goes with that first course? There's a danger here that you're going to want to throw everything you know into one giant course, but don't do it. Remember, the tiny course model is all about solving one problem. You're not teaching people how to change their entire lives. You're just making one aspect of it easier for them. I'll talk more about this idea in a future podcast, but for now, write this down somewhere so you don't forget. One problem, one solution. That's the key to building a tiny course empire, solving one problem, then building on it for the next course and the next and the next. What problems can you solve for your community? Make a list and start planning out your tiny courses. I'll talk to you next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses you'll find inside my Six Figure Systems membership. That's my monthly membership where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches or have the big headaches and the big expenses that come with them. 
Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com and I'll see you on the inside.